podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. De Bruyne, oh, one mil city! Funnels! And Pogba leaves for McTominay! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, EPL Index proudly brings to you the best prediction podcast in the world, a tad predictable. With your host, Tariwa Chanakira, and his guest, Southampton's adopted daughter, it's Alex Letizier. It's game week 28, and you know what that means. It's another brand new episode of A Tad Predictable. We had a bit of fun last week when we had a whole host of people coming in, giving their opinions. It goes back to slightly more normal times now. Uh, with the fixture list coming this weekend, at least it's kind of one fixture for each team, which hasn't been that often of late. Um, I've brought on Alex Letizia, who just shows her dedication to this podcast because Southampton are currently 1-1 at the moment with Man City. And Alex, you've decided to join us. Was was it more trying to distract yourself from it or now that the game is still 1-1, you know, now regretting uh, choosing this time to come on? <laughs> um okay i might be regretting but i did think we were gonna get annihilated so i just thought it's best to hide away but yeah now i'm a bit <laughs> yeah if, if you're like me and I'm, I'm sure you've also got it uh on a screen somewhere uh off to the side so we'll we'll keep an eye on that game and see how it goes yeah but Alex, I don't know if this is a therapy podcast or if it's a rant podcast because you and me both are our teams are not playing well at the moment. How <laughs> how do you feel the season's going currently for Southampton? And I don't know if you want to touch on Liverpool as well, but specifically Southampton. Yeah, I mean, both teams are not playing great, but it's totally different situations, isn't it? I mean, I would probably be a bit more gutted if I was a Liverpool fan. Because you've gone from winning the league to then just, it just doesn't make sense. But um, with being a Saints fan, it's just, oh, it just feels like it's a roller coaster. And we all know, we all love Ralph. We all think he's a great manager. Um, But it's just a case of just getting new, new players in and spending more money on players and at the moment it just doesn't look like it's going to happen it's as different as the two clubs are I think a lot of that resonates with Liverpool fans as well because for us it's it's a love for Klopp I mean anyone calling for Klopp to get sacked I just think I, I don't see the merits for that argument um and also wanting kind of Maybe it's a spoiled child asking for more investments. But I mean, when you look at net spend and all of that stuff, our owners barely like spend more than the transfers that come in. 
and mm. maybe that's caught up to them this uh, this season. They should have bought a center back in back in August. They they knew they were short there, and and they they basically risked it because they couldn't sell some players, and and the only way they were going to bring someone in, in is if they were going to sell someone. And yeah, you know, but then when you think about that, now you're costing potentially costing yourself like Champions League and and and, and the money that comes with that and sponsorships and all of that like in the end it will be was it worth it you could have just overspent here and and you would have made your money back but we'll see how both teams get on as we said man city southampton's currently 1-1 so maybe there could be a a, a, a joyous <laughs> a joyous uh response uh as we go through the podcast um and as i say that yeah okay yeah. Uh, is that it's what you were reacting to? Glad that I'm on the podcast. Oh man, Man City just scored. So 39 minutes in, Man City to Southampton one. Um, hopefully Southampton can turn it around. But Alex, we will move <laughs> into the podcast here. We've yes. got our first fixture: Newcastle versus Aston Villa. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Newcastle. There were there was trouble in the training ground. But then they end up, you know, still getting a draw. Um, maybe some people thought they were going to lose, or the players were down tools because um, because Bruce was on the chopping block. And then you have a Villa side who, since Grealish has been injured, have been kind of inconsistent. How do you see these two teams matching up? Um, I think. Well, it sounds like Grealish will be back for this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I mean, it's, that's good for them. Um, the they haven't scored more than one goal in their last eight Premier League games. Yeah. So it's I I'm not sure it's going to be much of a thrilling match. To be honest, it's a bit flat. But I think it's going to be Aston Villa one nil. Yeah, they might as well continue the theme of scoring the one goal. Hey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I agree with you that it's going to be a flat game. I mean, Newcastle usually play a very defensively sound game and don't allow too many goals, or at least that's the game plan going in. And Villa are struggling to score goals, as as you pointed out. Maybe Grealish yeah. coming back boosts that a little bit more, but how fit is he? Like, are they rushing him back, or is, is he fully yeah. fit and then coming back firing? That, that will obviously be found out it's interesting though because obviously this game is a friday game um so he doesn't even get that extra day maybe if he got the friday as well just another day to rest and recuperate and and be ready for the game so we'll see whether he starts the game um i'm gonna go for a 2-1 aston villa win i I know they've got the theme of scoring the one goal but I, i think just having Grealish back might be the boost they need to get that yeah. second goal and Newcastle as we both said very good defensively keep things tight a lot of injuries to key players at the moment but I think they could sneak a goal in this one just because of how Villa have been playing of late uh, and then we move on to two teams that have been scoring goals um, and this should be an exciting game we've, we've gone from Newcastle Aston Villa which should be a very tight game to Leeds versus Chelsea, which I'm assuming will be end to end. Both teams love goals. Chelsea, um, they they've not lost a game since Tuchel's come in. How do you see 
Leeds handling Chelsea? Um, I don't think they're going to do very well against Chelsea. I think Chelsea are going to... I think Chelsea have been unbeaten in nine Premier League matches and just with this new manager, they just seem to kind of have this big lift and they're just doing really well. So I just think it's definitely in their favour. Yeah, I I agree with you there. I I think... Tuchel's brought a lot more structure to the Chelsea team and, and they seem to approach games very tactically based on who they're playing and kind of horses for courses type of approach. So that that's worked really well for them and, and I don't see him changing that here. Um I'm gonna go with a I'm gonna go with a three two Chelsea win and it seems like a lot of goals, but I think Leeds that's the type of game that they play. And, and if Chelsea want to beat Leeds in this one, and, and I'm predicting a Chelsea win, I think they're going to have to score three goals because I can see Leeds easily scoring two. Um, are you going with as high a scoreline or, or is um, it a bit lower? I've a harsher score than you. I've done 2-0 Chelsea. Oh, wow. Not even giving Leeds a goal. No. Who hurt you <laughs> from Leeds? <laughs> <laughs> No, no I just, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea have been solid. Uh, they have kept clean sheets of late. Uh, I'm testament of that, being a Liverpool fan who recently played them. So I could see that happening. I, um, I think maybe also the fact that I've got Rafinha and Bamford in my fantasy team plays a role in hoping Leeds get goals in that game. Um. I don't have any Crystal Palace or West Brom fans. And Alex, Crystal Palace were the darlings of this podcast at the beginning of the season. And it's, yeah. they they kind of broke our hearts. And it, it's been <laughs> a very um, awkward relationship now because we have to talk about them every week. Yet we, we've lost that spark with them. Uh, do you see there being a spark in this game, Crystal Palace versus West Brom? Um, again, I think this is going to be a bit of a flat game. Yeah. Um, I mean, Palace haven't even scored in their last three home matches and West Brom have only won one away game. So, yeah, I'm just, I think it's going to be a bit of a boring, dull game. Yeah, um, um, as I said, we've fallen out of love with Crystal Palace. It's a very rocky relationship right now. Um, I think it's going to be a nil-nil. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I was leaning towards as well. The, really? the only thing that is maybe thinking that Palace could get a goal in this game is obviously the return of Zaha, who is a huge, huge factor to how Palace teams play. So yeah, I I, I had it initially as nil nil. I think I'm gonna go one nil Palace with the Zaha winner, and maybe that would rekindle something between us and Palace. I don't know. We'll see. But are you going to stick with the nil-nil here? I'll stick with the nil-nil and you go one-nil. And we'll okay. see. We'll see who gets it right. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a sound score prediction for that one. Um, oh, Alex, these games are going to be interesting. I, I hope actually I'm wrong with a lot of these scores so we get a lot of exciting games. But Everton-Burnley seems like a tight contest again here. Um, yeah. Are you going low score again? I'm going low and I'm going one all. One all. Uh, yeah, look. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's a sound score. I'm going to match you on that one. 
Let's match up yeah. on that one one. What what motivated you to go one one, and then I'll I'll jump in as well. I just feel like they're kind of playing at the same. They're just two teams that are kind of playing at the same level at the moment, so it's just going to be very close. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're looking at Burnley, they've started to get back into some sort of form. I think a couple of the games they've been unlucky to get draws out of them when they should have maybe won the games. Um, Everton, they don't believe in drawing games, so that it'll be interesting to see if Burnley, who have drawn four of their last five, and West Ham, who haven't drawn a game in, in quite <laughs> a few games, whether Burnley can pull a draw out of Everton. I, I don't know if that's unfair to Burnley fans. I'm sure they'll be hoping for a win, but I, I think it's more... It's more just they match up stylistically um, in this game to set up a very close contest, a 1-1 game. And I think both teams, obviously, obviously Everton will be, you know, upset with the draw. I think Burnley would take it at this stage and, and hope that they can do a lot more um, heading into the season. We'll move on to Fulham versus Man City and obviously man city have just scored another goal so it's 3-1 yeah. to man city i think we're just we're just gonna stop talking about that game <laughs> I, I don't know if you agree with me on that one i'm so glad you can't see the tears streaming down my face right oh now. no <laughs> yeah okay no no more man city southampton talk as as man city take a 3-1 lead uh although i have gundogan in my fantasy team so that's always good for me oh. um sorry he he's he's been playing really well um alex Fulham versus Man City. Um, another team coming up against Man City who hasn't had the greatest form, but have just come off uh, beating a Liverpool team who it seems everyone beats at the moment. Do you think Fulham can cause an upset here? Um, no, I mean, Man City will win, but I am really happy for Fulham because I feel like they've been, you know, it's been a bit doom and gloom for them. And I think they're working really hard. But, yeah, I mean, they've got no chance against Man City. I don't think anyone does at the moment, really. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a 2-0 Man City game. 2-0 Man City. And and I agree with uh, the Fulham shout of them being, they've been working hard. They obviously had the issues at the beginning of the season where maybe the fans weren't happy with the transfers that came in. The club looked to correct it, brought some players in. I know the owner did, you know, uh, uh, he made a statement reaching out kind of to the fans saying, we know you're disappointed, we're working on it. And credit to him, um, he then went and actually did it. And and they've looked a lot better of late. Yeah, they and they've, they've gained momentum. I, I, I think you would agree with that, Alex, that they've just gained yeah. momentum. And I, I actually could see them going ahead of Newcastle and and staying ahead of Newcastle and probably saving themselves from relegations at the expense yeah. of Newcastle. I honestly thought they were going to be going down and I really, I called it ages ago, but now I just think there is definitely a glimmer of hope and I don't think that they will go down now. Yeah, I'm, I'm on that boat as well with you. Um, in terms of my predictions for this game, Look, I, I, I like, uh, after all the glorious praise that I've given Fulham for this game, unfortunately, they're coming up against the juggernaut in Man City. Yeah. And, and obviously, they had the blip against Man United. But I think 
Man United just stylistically suit big games because they can sit back and get you on the counter-attack. Um, so, I, I, you know, you're obviously surprised when a team like City lose, but I wasn't overly surprised because Man United do well in the big games because of that matchup. Um, but in this game, I, I, I'm i going to go a bit harsher than you. I'm going to go actually 4-1 to Man City. Um, oh. I, I could <laughs> see maybe Fulham getting a goal, one goal on the counter-attack. I mean, Lookman has looked really bright um, on that left-hand side, or maybe it was just because he was playing against Liverpool, so he looked like an absolute world beater, as has been the theme with everyone that's played Liverpool recently. But I yeah. do think that um, Man City are just going to keep on getting these Ws, and they're going to do it emphatically in this game. Speaking of getting Ws, um, we've now reached a very cool segment, Bank It or Burn It. Alex, I know you are a huge fan of this segment, and... <laughs> Last time you were on here, you lost. You, obviously, Jake Jackman has the record at the moment: seventeen out of yeah. twenty-three. You got fifteen yeah. out of twenty-five, and for one of them, I think you got like four out of five or five out of five. Um, you were doing so well as I was telling it up, and then it kind of it lot it, it the the train got off the rails towards the end. There, are, are you here <laughs> to to take another stab at, at Jake Jackman's record? I am. Yes. I'm ready. I think I think you've got a chance here. Um, obviously, low-scoring games. So I, I don't know if that's played a huge factor in how you think that the score predictions are going to go. But we'll see how you get on. Obviously, for those that are joining us for the first time, thank you for joining us. Um, this is a segment where I'll put 15 seconds on the clock. Um, Alex will try and answer all five questions in each of the five rounds before the 15 seconds runs out. Uh, I'll read each of the questions and Alex will either shout bank it if she thinks the scenario will happen or she'll shout burn it if she thinks the scenario won't happen. The games are the games we've currently already discussed. So that's Newcastle versus Aston Villa, Leeds versus Chelsea, Crystal Palace versus West Brom, Everton versus Burnley and Fulham versus Man City. Uh, I'll go through the questions once so that Obviously, you can get familiarized with them and, and the fans can jot them down and play along as well. Um, if you want to tweet us your Banker or Burnett predictions, by all means, do that um, at a tad predictable uh, on Twitter. Cheap plug. So the questions are A, possession 55-45 to the home team. B, over three offsides. C, under 20 clearances. D, goal from a corner. E, fist pump goal celebration. Now, Alex, I know you had an issue with the goal celebration that we chose last time. Are you a bit happier with the fist pump goal celebration or you're still uh, campaigning for something else there? I'm a bit happy, yeah, a little bit happy with it. But still, I wish that we could just have something, you know, a little bit more original, something new, But the thing fresh. for me is not everyone would do it. Like if I did the Peter Crouch robot as you... As you um, <laughs> predict you suggested last time i don't think anyone's everyone will just burn it and and i think that's just an easy win for everyone there unless obviously someone then reaches out to the players and purposely tries to sabotage the show by by suggesting that they they do the, the peter crouch robot i mean 
we might have to take that to to the higher authorities to to, yeah. to sort that out. I, I don't know if we accept that on a tad predictable. Uh, the guys upstairs will get upset with me. I imagine if one of the state players did, it'd be like, hmm. Yeah, the, hmm. Okay. <laughs> but we don't have a Saints game in this one, so I think we're fine. I think, yeah, you know, fine. the guys upstairs will may raise an eyebrow, but they'll be fine for now. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to put 17 seconds on the clock here. As I said, first fixture is Newcastle versus Aston Villa. I'm just buying time as well. I was slightly stalling because I need to get this these questions right because that possession 55-45 to the home team is a mouthful. And I'm as much a part of this game as you are because if I read the questions slow, you're not going to have time to answer all the questions. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm going to blame the fact that I didn't do well on you. Maybe you dragged it out a bit too long. Ah, is that what it is? Okay. The excuses yeah. are starting already. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it here. But we will go uh, 15 seconds on the clock. First one, Newcastle versus Aston Villa. Your time starts now. Possession 55-45 to the home team. Burn. Over three offsides. Bank. Under 20 clearances. Burn. Goal former corner. Burn. Fist pump goal celebration. Burn. Absolutely nailed it. What a few <laughs> seconds to spare. Okay, I got this. I got this. Um, you got it. You got this too as well. But I'm, I'm just very proud at how quick I got through that. As well. <laughs> that was good. That was good teamwork. That was good teamwork. Okay, so we got um one banquet in that, and a whole bunch of burnets. Um, yeah. Obviously, as as we said, low scoring games in a lot of these ones. So I think that plays a huge factor in in how you predict the games. But this one is the one game, pretty much, uh, that we've predicted, or aside from the Man City game as well, that we've predicted high scores. So let's see if yeah. that changes and influences how you decide. So we got Leeds versus Chelsea. Your time starts. Now, possession 55-45 to the home team. Burn. Over three or sides. Bank. Under 20 clearances. Bank. Goal from a corner. Burn. Fist pump goal celebration. Bank. Awesome stuff. Okay, yeah. A lot more banks in that one. Uh, yeah. Was that influenced by the goals, by by the amount of goals you predicted there? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Um Obviously, Chelsea will also try and bully possession away from Leeds as well in this game. Um, not Both teams aren't necessarily known for goals from corners unless maybe Zuma gets a surprise start in this game. Then I would be shaking in my bits if I was here, Zuma starting, because he, he seems to love a goal from a corner. But yeah. we'll move on to Crystal Palace West Brom. Obviously, you've predicted a nil nil in this one so i'm pretty sure i know what you're gonna say for the last two ones <laughs> but um uh maybe you'll surprise us uh, who knows let's let's see how we get on crystal palace versus west brom your time starts now possession 55 45 to the home team burn over three offsides bank under 20 clearances burn Goal from a corner. Burn. First pump goal celebration. Burn. I, for one, am absolutely <laughs> shocked. 
I mean, <laughs> I could not have seen you suggesting that no goals from a corner or a fist pump goal celebration. I'm just absolutely shocked. One burn in this one as well. I mean, one bank in this one as well, Alex. I know. I just, I love, you know, dangerous. Love playing with danger. Love playing with danger. Um, We will move on to the next fixture. That's Everton versus Burnley. Uh, I'm trying to think if there is a... an Everton player or a Burnley player that likes to do fist pumps. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember what Richarlison does um, as I'm looking at this, but okay. Cause he's on a goal scoring streak at the moment. Let's see what yeah. Alex is thought process is. I'm, I'm sure we'll ask you about how you came about your answers for this one, but Everton versus Burnley, your 15 seconds are on the clock. Your time starts now. Possession 55, 45 to the home team. Bank. Over three offsides. Bank. Under 20 clearances. Burn. Goal from a corner. Bank. Fist pump goal celebration. Bank. Ooh, just in time. Bank at the end there. <laughs> Alex, you've gone more banks than burns in this one. Only one burn in this one. What what was going through your, pro- uh, your thought process in this one, or was it just gut feels? Um, that was just my feels, and I feel like I feel like the goals have been a bit fist pumpy. <laughs> <laughs> and I've I've always had the logic of if it's raining, there's going to be knee slides. So yeah, I, I always check the weather on that one just beforehand to see what what I would predict there. Um, funny note, I'm, I I think I need to enter this bank of a burner thing, um, and then maybe just w- keep the price for myself. I think that would be an awesome heel move. To just no one wins it, I win it as the host. Um, I don't. Maybe. I disagree. I think you should just give me a minute, and I'll give myself like possession hundred percent, zero percent to the home team or something like. I think I think this could <laughs> I think this could work out really well for me because I've I've seen what potentially is the prize for the winner. Um, it hasn't quite arrived yet. It's arriving soon, and it's pretty exciting. So, oh, you're getting excited. Yeah. Um, oh, well, I think it's pretty exciting. Um, we'll, we'll see what everyone thinks about it. But yeah, I might I might enter after seeing what the prize was. I might just enter for this, for this thing and give myself the win. <laughs> um, we'll see if I can get away with that. We'll end off with Fulham versus Man City. Uh, your 15 seconds are on the clock. Your time starts now. Possession 55-45 to the home team. Burn. Over three offsides. Bank. Under 20 clearances. Burn. Goal from a corner. Burn. First pump goal celebration. Bank. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of goals in this one. There's bound to be yeah. at least one of them. If 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 there isn't a bank for this one, I think I'm, we're going to have to have a word with some of the Man City players. I, I think that that would be pretty unacceptable if... That is, they, they score that many goals. And it'd be like a setup. Because why else? What would you do? What would you do if they were about to fist bump and then they just shake their <laughs> finger? They're like, look at the camera and they shake their finger. Like, no, 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 no. And, yeah, and you then lose it by one point. Yeah, they would have definitely done that on purpose. <laughs> that would be interesting. Um, 
Alex, Southampton versus Brighton is our next game. Uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure, guaranteed that you're going to be watching this game. Obviously, the game that shall not be spo- sp- spoken about is happening at the moment. But Southampton, Brighton I've at home. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That that makes sense. Um, how what how do you feel about this game? Um, I think this game is going to be a bit like boring but pretty they're on the same level kind of vibe i reckon it's going to be one all one all you're not yeah come on alex this is southampton at home i know against brighton needing a win don't do this to the southampton fans i know but like i just don't see it happening they're just terrible they've not been playing well at the moment um, they gave us false I hope mean, as well in the game week, that last weekend was our first win in ten matches. It was just embarrassing. Yeah, uh, I, I get where you're coming from, and it it hurts a lot more as the fan, obviously, and it, it's harder to see, you know, how they they climb out of this. I mean, the the game that shall not be spoken about. They uh, at one one I was getting invested, and then yeah. we won't mention what happened after that, but. This game, I'm going to be the Southampton fan. I'm going to go with a 2-0 Southampton win. And I'll tell you why. Because Brighton, you know, you speak about breaking hearts. Brighton love to break their fans' hearts, unfortunately. Because they play so well in games and somehow still end up finding a way to lose a game. Um, I, I think they, yeah. they, they play really fun football. I enjoy watching them play football but they just can't get games over the line. And if there's a team that Southampton needs to be playing at the moment, obviously it's Sheffield United, it's Liverpool, and it's Brighton, if you're looking to get a win. Those are the three teams that I'll be targeting. And now you get to play Brighton. I think you guys get a win in this one. And I'll definitely be watching this one. Uh, No surprises there. I'll have my Liberty Shield checked into this one. Um... Obviously, Liberty Shield are our presenting sponsored sponsors. Uh, they're a VPN provider. You can check out their services at libertyshield.com. They offer awesome packages in terms of just VPN providing. And you can then get all of your entertainment needs sorted out. Um, my favorite feature on, on one of the apps is obviously the 2021 movie releases. I get to watch. I watch Coming to America 2. Uh, on Friday, the day it came out, didn't have to worry about is my Amazon Prime subscribed or not. I just logged on Liberty Shield, put the movie on, and had a lovely Friday night laughing away. Um, this podcast is also presented by EPLindex.com. Just get all your football news on that website. Really, really fun website. Alex, we move on to our next game. Uh, it's Leicester versus Sheffield United. Sheffield United team you'll be familiar with, um, having seen them recently. How do you see this game going? Obviously, Leicester have struggled a little bit lately, but still got a win uh, this past weekend. Um, I mean, Sheffield United are doomed to relegation and Leicester should be good enough to kick them whilst they're down. So I'm thinking it's going to be a mean game for Sheffield United and it's going to be 3-0 to Leicester. Yep, 3-0. Um, I can see that. Obviously, 
as I said, Leicester getting the win uh, this past weekend. Maybe some would say a not-so-deserved win. As I mentioned, Brighton somehow find a way to not win games. They came up against Leicester, and, and Leicester were able to get the win there after the little slump that they had. Obviously, It's a two-game slump. I mean, this is a Sheffield, uh, Southampton fan and a Liverpool fan on a podcast talking about slumps when <laughs> Leicester had a two-game slump. But, um, you know, I, I think that another game that they can then go into and, and want to have played is Brighton and then go and play Sheffield United at home. And unfortunately for Sheffield United, this will be another loss. Um, I'm going to go 2-0 just because of the, the issues that Leicester seem to have had with scoring at the moment. Also, the, the injuries to a lot of key players. I mean, Harvey Barnes was a tragic injury for them. Looking at James Justin, etc., James um, Madison, a lot of creativity has gone from the team and, and I think they've suffered for that. But two teams that seem to not have had an issue, especially one of them. Um, we move on to our next game, which is the North London Derby and Spurs are back. Alex, Spurs are, you know, three wins on the bounce. Mourinho yeah. is happy again. Arsenal get a draw this past weekend, win-loss, win-loss their previous games. They, they're kind of getting into the mold of what Arteta wants them to play. Is this the most neutral London derby that we've seen in, in a good long while? Yeah, I mean, Arsenal haven't beaten Spurs in the last five attempts, but I, I, they're not the Spurs team that we are all familiar with, and I just think it's going to be a bit of another vanilla game. I'm thinking it's going to be a one-all. I mean, neither of them will want to lose this game, so probably probably they'll both take it. They'll both take a 1-0 before kickoff. Um, we'll see how the game pans out. I think both teams obviously trying to get into top four. I don't know how realistically that is. I, I you're looking at the teams above them, the Chelsea's, the Leicester's, Man United, Man City. They're obviously yeah. the four strongest that I, I would pick out and say it will be hard to, to get above them. Then you've got the form teams like the West Ham's that are playing well at the moment. You've got the Everton's yeah. that are playing well. Um, somehow you have Liverpool thrown in and around there. If, if they decide to turn up for the rest of the season, they could be um, a, a problem for teams. So, yeah, may maybe they would be saying we need a win just so that we can go for that challenge. But I think a 1-1 would be a fair scoreline in this one. I, I think there will be goals. I think Mourinho might go back to the, the the older system of sitting back, soaking up the pressure and hoping to counterattack Arsenal. Arsenal will be then allowed possession, which is kind of what Arteta wants them to do to to be comfortable with the ball and try and control games uh, as much as possible. So the, t the they kind of match up well together. Um, yeah. In terms yeah. of predictions, I'm going to go with a 3-2 Spurs win. I know I picked a 3-2 earlier. I, I think maybe that's my favorite scoreline or something, but that, that's another story for another podcast. Um, I think that Arsenal defensively I'm still not sure about them I think they they can concede goals and Spurs have found something that seems to be working at the moment from from a goal scoring perspective and that's just going to continue in this game um, if Arsenal can get the win in this one I think 
they would have had to have scored more than three goals. And I just don't see them scoring more than two, unfortunately. I, I just don't see that kind of firepower from the Gunners this time around. Um, but we'll move on to, you know, we've gone from two teams that are hoping to get more regular form to two teams that have been in form for a good while now. It's Man United yeah. versus West Ham. How do you see Man United bouncing into this game, dancing into this game after having beaten the soon-to-be champions of, of English football? I think this is going to be a much more interesting game. Um, I think, yeah, the win for Man United has given them a big confidence boost and West Ham are playing really well. Um, they're having a good season and again it's a bit boring but I think it's going to be kind of level score um, I think it's going to be two all two all look the chasing pack would be happy with a two all because neither team would get three points and you know we mentioned two of them earlier Arsenal and Tottenham they would love a 2-2 in this game just to keep you know Manchester at least not extending the gap between them and then West Ham obviously perennial threats at the moment just to stop their their run I, I I'm very excited for this game it will be interesting yeah. to see how Man United tackle it from a tactical perspective as I said their bread and butter is sitting back and having really fast players to play on the counter-attack and then obviously you got the brilliance of Bruno Fernandes there in the West Ham game at home they might be the team that has a lot more possession and whether or not Man United can then break down a West Ham team that's also quite dangerous on the counter-attack will be interesting. I'm, I'm going to go with the away team in this one just because I think they're going to have more opportunities to counter against um, a team that would have pushed bodies forward. So I'm, I'm going to go with a 2-1 West Ham win in this one. Um, obviously not music to the ears of fans that are hoping to get into the top four because it just bunches everyone up again um, with West Ham, you know, throwing their their hat into the ring there. We end the weekend off and I'm so glad that we end the weekend off with Liverpool because I'm, I'm done with them ruining my weekends. So at least they're <laughs> on Monday, um, Monday blues and all. I can, I can, you know, you're already not looking forward to a long week or a short week, however you look at it, but at least... I get a whole weekend, Alex. Uh, how do you think Wolves versus... Oh, my God. How, um, we're not going <laughs> to mention it. How do you think Wolves versus Liverpool is going to go? Um, to be fair, I think, you know, if I was a Liverpool fan, this is kind of the game that I'd be, you know, not too nervous about. I think Liverpool do have a chance. Um, and I'm feeling generous. And I think it's going to be 3-1 Liverpool. Oh, Alex, we don't know where the back of the net is at the moment. You're giving us three? <laughs> That's very generous. I'm, I mean, I'll take it. I'll happily take it right now. I'll take three goals that were deflected goals off the referee, bounced off the post, hit the back of the keeper and went in. I'll take any goal at the moment. Um, so thank you for that 3-1 scoreline. I'm not as optimistic. I'm going to say this game is going to end 1-0. As I'm speaking, I'm still not <laughs> sure who's going to win the game 1-0. It's either going to be we'll score early and sit back and yeah. Liverpool can't break them down or it's going to be 0-0 for 60 minutes and somehow Liverpool get the ball in the back of the net. As I said, a deflected goal off a referee I would happily take. 
I predicted a Liverpool. Is that a goal? Sorry, we're not speaking about that again. Yes. Um, I'll, I'll, yes. <laughs> I've I pre- just seen maybe we're, maybe we're back in the game. <laughs> Four two for maybe those that haven't seen the score by now. Um, in that Man City Southampton game, but for this game, I think I predicted a Liverpool loss for a couple of weeks now. And I thought the reverse psychology would help the team to be like, okay, prove me wrong. I've, I've said we're going to lose and then they go and win. That's not worked. I'm having to abandon that now. Um, I'm thinking maybe I predict a draw and then that helps. I'm going to predict a 1-1. One, what do you do if I'm right? If you're right, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You could probably... Okay, I'm not, I was going to say you could probably then just host this show. But I don't want to say that because... <laughs> That is a prophecy that I do not want to put out there because I would love to keep my job. I I, I do enjoy hosting this show, um, but if if you if you, you do get it, if you do get it, uh, it would be amazing. You already predicted Southampton so well um, in your last time around. Have faith um, in me. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I'm predicting a one-one because it's the only thing I haven't predicted for Liverpool this season: a draw, and hopefully that's what results in them getting a win so yeah one one we'll see how it goes please liverpool I'm, I'm begging you now it's 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 really sad um we need this win and either make top four or or finish like 10th because i don't want to be in any of the other european competitions because that would just be dreadful so <laughs> i think in this game maybe decide what you want to do if you want to finish top four let's win it if you don't Okay, but let us know so that we don't invest so much in this season. But Alex, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of A Tad Predictable. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Do you have anything you want to plug, put over or promote uh, before we wrap up? Um, if you, if anyone wants to support my charity run, which is coming up, um, check it out on Twitter or Facebook. Oh, I've just been told that Nun City have scored again. <laughs> um check it all out and yeah just follow me awesome that's and the twitter account is um alt is running i think it is is running if you if you type in my name alex letitia you'll see it come up anyway awesome awesome stuff worthy cause um how's the running going by the way yeah it's good i ran um half a marathon on sunday and yeah it's pretty easy now Okay, nice. Alex is getting ready for the marathon. Um, keep up with all of her updates on her Twitter account at Alex Letizia. From my end, uh, go and check out EPL Index website. As I've mentioned before, EPLindex.com. There's match previews, post-match reviews, player performances, all of the news in terms of football that you could possibly want. There's the Daily Show, uh, the Two-Footed Podcast. That's with Dave Hendrick. Uh, finally you can also check out our flagship show that runs weekly it's the epl roundtable with kev devries he sits down with panelists from epl teams around the premier league Um, they do reviewing and previewing of all of the happenings around the epl you can follow this podcast on the twitter page a at a tad predictable obviously as i said if you want to send in your banquet or burnets or any of your other predictions that you may have for this weekend uh, tweet them at a tad predictable follow at epl index on twitter subscribe to epl index podcast channel if you 
feel so inclined leave five stars leave positive comments that stuff really really helps us out um i've been to the you can find me on my twitter handle at tad predicts the lovely lady that does our guest intros jody is at spursy 141 still crushing it in a fantasy league i think someone was catching up to her she was almost gonna be second and then she had kane captain and no one else had kane in their team and then she just blew them away again still in the top hundred thousand in the world at the moment so that's pretty impressive um our producer behind the glass guy drinkle he's at guy drinkle on twitter as i said maybe a teaser earlier the prize for bank it or burn it should be arriving soon i don't want to say what it is in case it doesn't arrive or something gets messed up but it's i think it's pretty cool um so we'll 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 wait for that one um i'll hopefully be able to post a picture of that or, or something to that effect uh at some point in time she's been alex Letitia at alex Letitia, and remember chisinga pera chinoshura sports social podcast network